Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. You heard from her this past Monday, and I am blessed to be welcoming back Nicole Leno to the show as we discover more about aligning with our true desires. Nicole, welcome back. Great to be back. How are you? I am so excited. I know this is something we talked about. We talked about the shoulds, not the things that we need to be doing, not the things we really desire to do, but too often we do the things we quote unquote should be doing and it's out of alignment for us. So I'm super excited to really unpack that with our tactics. Can you just take it away for us? What? How do we get away from the shoulds? How do we find those desires and really hone in on doing those things that we want to be doing? I mean, the first step is really, you know, recognizing where the shoulds are coming up. And so I recommend really paying attention to one, where are you squashing desire? And two, where are you doing things because you should? How many times did that come up? And honestly, it's just recognizing where you have resistance. Where aren't you like lit up by your work? Where aren't you excited to do the thing that you're doing? And sometimes that's a simple delegation thing, that it's something that needs to get done, that serves the greater good, that is in alignment for your business, but you don't necessarily have to be doing it anymore. And so that's a flag, but it starts with noticing those things and then taking a pause and saying, what do I desire? What is it that I really, really want? And that's the point where you're recognizing whether you feel, do you feel comfortable saying what you want? And I'm not surprised by it anymore, but that was one of the things that surprised me the most when I started with this work and started to work with people was how much we hold back from really being honest with ourselves about what we want, that our desires are not really ours. They're something we were told we should go after. It's something that has something else to do with it where it's proving people wrong. It's about showing people how great you are. It's about validation. And it's not actually about you really wanting the thing. And if you are on a path running and chasing after something that is more about a story or a wound that you have, then you will end up with a jam-packed calendar, to-do list long as can be, and really unhappy and not achieving the things that you want. So realigning alignment is about focusing on your desire and having the guts to admit it to yourself and reassessing everything that's on that list. Where are the shoulds coming up? And do they align with that desire? Is it something that really needs to get done? Or is that something that you have just kind of allowed the outside world to tell you was necessary? I mean, for the longest time, for a lot of entrepreneurs, it was you had to post every day. And that felt awful for most people. But it was like, okay, well, is that really ultimately true that I need to do that? Does that feel good for me? Gary Vee tells you to post 12 times a day, every hour on the hour, and just throw all this content out there, which can be frustrating for people that don't know what content to put out there, or they're like you said, they're not comfortable with that, right? Or they don't have a team of 72 people like Gary Vee does, you know, and I respect Gary Vee, and he's obviously built an empire, but he's not doing that as a single person. And he also has madman energy. I don't 
don't really want to, I don't, he has a lot of money and stuff, but I don't really desire to live. Like I don't have the same ambition as he does. I don't want to buy jets. the New York jets. <laughs> I don't want to own the jets. Like that's not, that's not on my list. So I don't need to do it that way. <laughs> I have ambition, but what is my true desire? My true desire is to change people's lives. Is that better done with mediocre posts that I post every single day? Or is it better with, or is it better served with deep dives in my podcast and connecting with people personally and on a closer level? Like really asking myself, how do I function best and how is my mission carried out in the most efficient and aligned manner? When I'm in alignment with that, I make more money, I'm happier, and I work less. Yes, yes, and yes. Thank you, please. <laughs> Everything we all want, right? And you mentioned delegating the certain things and moving those off your plate. And I think one thing to recognize, and this is something I talk about with my clients as we're finding out that alignment a little bit, is sometimes there are those things in business that you just absolutely shouldn't delegate because it's like why you started the business in the first place. And I think that's just as important to recognize. Like, if there's one thing that really makes you happy and you're like, I will never delegate this, but people are telling you, yeah, get an assistant and delegate it. But that's the thing. Like for me, it's like client contact. I don't want to pass that face-to-face contact with clients because I feed off that energy. So I would never outsource that. I think that's also an important point to kind of realize there's a dichotomy there. Of course, you should only be delegating the things that you really don't like to do and that align with your greater vision. So there are, I don't, I have zero ambition. I have zero desire to build sales pages and put together the tech workings of landing pages and stuff like that. I gladly hand that off. Is it something that is still necessary for my business in order for me to function in an efficient way? Yeah. I can't just say we're not doing that anymore without that creating other kinks in my plan. So what do I do? I have somebody who does that for me. I write to her. I said, this is what I want. And she does it and she does it quickly and she does it better than I could ever do it. That's a great delegation. I don't have people write my content. I do have people repurpose it and pull things out at times. But for the most part, I write the core of my content because I believe that my voice is necessary. It's how I connect with my audience. It is how I I feel like I'm putting my heart out there. And I want people who respond truly to me and not to just bullet points on a sales page. I I believe I attract better people and I get people to sign up without needing much more from me because of the content. So I don't delegate that. I do that myself. I do do things like put the graphic together for me for this, that kind of stuff. I have zero desire to do that. So that's how I draw that line. There are some things that are required of us and it's what lights us up. Follow the desire. I love that because that's what like refills the coffers, right? And you have to have those refreshing moments and recognizing like what that is for you. Like for me, I, I just taught a half day workshop for a mastermind here in Atlanta that I run. And I know after a half day, I'm an introvert by nature. I know after a half day, don't schedule anything else because I, I will not show up 100% to anything else I do for the rest of the day. I had a client call and I was they t- we spoke today. They're like, you're really grumpy on the phone yesterday. I didn't think I was. 
But knowing myself, like I literally block off that other half of the day because that is one of those things that just drains me and I have to refill somehow. And people don't recognize like there is that ebb and flow. There really truly is. For sure. And that's, I'm certified in human design and that's another modality that I use. And human design helps us determine there are certain types in human design where it tells us how our energy is best used. It tells us how to turn on our magnetism, turn on that thing that makes us us. And there's a heart to all of us. We all have a certain way of processing and putting out our energy into the world. And human design is a nice little map that tells us for this particular type, you're going to want to approach things a little bit this, you know, this way. So ask yourself these questions to arrive at your alignment. It's an alignment tool. So something like the content, there are certain types, you know, if you're a generator type, a manifesting generator or a generator in human design, you're going to want to turn on if content, if writing content lights you up, if dealing with clients lights you up, you do not want to take that away because it will actually hurt your business. It'll hurt the way that you show up and it'll hurt the results that people get from working with you. I absolutely love that. And and people recognizing that because too often you hear advice and you're like, yeah, just delegate, just delegate, just delegate as you grow is the only way to grow. And I'm like, that is not always the best advice. It's not always like, I feel like that's the advice that's like, again, the Gary V method, right? Yeah. Just put up 30 and it's like, no, that doesn't work for everybody. And you have to be so particular about what you're saying. And what a lot of people need to recognize, I believe, is that you're not alone in feeling this way. I'm not the only introverted extrovert out there. I'm not the only person that can flip the switch, right? I'm not the only person that has limiting beliefs. And a lot of what you work on is that community aspect. I absolutely love this aspect of it is you're helping people go through this, but you also have a community of people that are feeling very similarly to how we're talking about. And you, you, a lot of this content is in your Facebook group. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So my Facebook group, yeah, there's safety in numbers. There's just this good, warm feeling when you look around and you go, I'm not the only one. And I love the Facebook group because it's a place that I can pop in and I can just be like, I'm feeling really inspired by something. And I go and I share it in there. I run free workshops in there. I I also just put out, I show up in there once a week. I always do a live video on some topic. So I love that group. It's called Practical Manifestors because that's kind of my jam is this whole manifesting concept. You don't have to do moon goddess ceremonies and dance naked in the rain in order to be aligned and to be feeling and working with energy. But there are practical aspects to it. There are practical approaches. There are step-by-step ways of looking at it. I, I, I always say that I demystify the mystical, and that's what I do in there. Uh, I absolutely love that. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, I was just going to say, we, you can go to innerceogroup.com, and that'll take you right to the group. Yeah. And I'm glad we highlighted that because like you said, there, there's a safety in numbers, right? Like, I think that was one of the most terrifying parts. We've been talking about alignment. We've been talking about the shoulds and the butt that comes right behind it. And I think a lot of that is shifted when you recognize like the person right next to you is dealing with the same stuff. And you can almost use that as accountability partners, having that person to bounce these ideas off of, or this group of people, there is power in that to help you move into that next piece you need to be in. 
For sure. Because there's a lot of stuff that we won't necessarily admit even to ourselves. So we think there's a problem. Maybe we don't feel comfortable raising our hand and asking about it. There's a lot of opportunities that are there to ask questions. Like in our community, you can put your hand up and you can say, I'm having this issue. But what we don't see a lot of times is like there are people that have the same problem and it's amazing how someone will ask a question and then 10 people will be like, oh my God, yes, me too, me too, me too, me too. Well, why didn't anyone else say anything? Well, they didn't feel either. They didn't feel empowered to, they didn't recognize it until someone else said it. So that's where the group setting can be so valuable, particularly people who are, you know, maybe not able to enter a coaching relationship yet, or can't do something on a larger scale that jumping into these communities. And we also, we promote collaboration and networking in there because entrepreneurship can be very, very lonely and absolutely believing in the possibility of your success. So waking up every day and being like, today is the day magic's going to unfold for me. I know it. If it's not today, it's tomorrow. To, to wake up every day and operate in that belief, in that energy is essential to consistency and the results that you want to get. That's very difficult to do when you feel like you're a man on a one-man island. That's going to defeat you at some point, unless you happen to be a true, true lone wolf. But most of us will not feel terribly empowered by that. When you feel like you can come into a community that you're lifted up, that other people on the journey with you, and maybe they have a podcast you can come on to, maybe they have a free workshop that's something that a gap you're looking to fill in your world. Maybe you collaborate on another project. We really focus on, on fostering those type of relationships in the community as well. I love that. And, and empowering is like the best word to use for that, right? It's one of those that lets us step into our inner power. And, and I think we've all, I know as a business owner and entrepreneur myself, like that loneliness is real at times. When you're up at midnight, still typing away, trying to get that next thing out there or answer that last email because you had 40 come in when you decided to sit down and watch a movie with the spouse or the significant other for five seconds, like all of a sudden you have all these emails like, ah, oh, I got to answer these. And it starts going into that loneliness building. So I love that you're developing that community. I love that you have that resource available for folks. What is the best way for them to reach out besides the Facebook group? Can you remind the audience, give them an opportunity again to listen to your podcast, which obviously has some amazing conversations like this, but also reach out, connect, and overall see more of what you're putting out into the world? Absolutely. Yeah. My, my podcast is called The Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast and get it anywhere podcasts are distributed. And I also, I'm on Instagram quite a bit. You can DM me there if you want to have a conversation or you're interested in hearing a little bit more about what I do. I'm at Nicole Leno official there and I'm always in stories and all sorts of things on there. Awesome. I love it, Nicole. Thank you so much for your time and the amazing value you've brought to the audience today. Thank you. This was such a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does 5 to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.